point was to do it and take the take the free. Yeah, I was like, I was. <laughs> it was one of those days where, where I was left alone in the office, like uh, all nothing alone. else better to do. And yeah, yeah, like, and I was again an intern, <laughs> and just yeah, had absolutely nothing to do but to absolutely waste company resources. Oh, there it is. Oh okay. man, I could. Yeah, I, you got. Uh... What do you got going on right now? You got revenge going on back there. Oh, okay. So I already hit, looks like I already hit start streaming. I think I'm trying to get, yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> I'm trying to get you situated on the screen. All right. Well, welcome in everybody. There you go. All right. If anybody's live and wants to give us a shout out tonight, we are here. Yeah. I'm glad that you got to see the setup. We've been trying to figure out what to do. I've gone and uh, upgraded the situation a little bit better with, Roger here, the Apid Esquire, as opposed to Lewis, so we can make Lewis a little jealous. That's right. But uh, yeah, so let's just see, hang out, and um, I've got a couple. All right, James Boone's here. All right, we got we got some people here live. So we're we got some guys um, coming in. All right, we're just hanging out tonight. Uh, Mister Apid Esquire himself here has been. Of course, YouTube's newest uh, retro sensation <laughs> by jumping on the scene last week. Yeah. And then, um, actually, before this, we had been talking about uh, some PVMs that you had been purchasing, right? Um, yeah, we man, we've been we've been meaning to get together for a while. I think it was before you ended up in the hospital. I think we were. <laughs> oh yeah. We, seriously like we because i've had i've got two pvms sitting here both from japan and and i i remember when i bought them i like sent you a dm i'm like dude look look what i just bought and look how much i paid for it and you're like get the fuck out of here and you're like oh we gotta we gotta stream it we gotta we'll, we'll do the stream and that that was probably six weeks ago i think right and then you ended up in the hospital and then I ended up losing power and then I ended up in trial last week and it's just like one thing after another and it just never materialized but finally we're here so that's uh it's weird I'm watching I'm watching the YouTube feed right now and we're yeah we're a solid like <laughs> we're like a solid 10 second delay but whatever oh <laughs> yeah okay well Roger you just have to pay pay attention to my voice and That's follow it, that and not worry so much except for maybe the chat. I do see the chat here. Um, I'm running OBS and it does give me a chat so I can see people talking and responding there. So uh, that's good. But anyway, let's. So you've got a couple of these PVMs. Um, yeah. Why yeah so what do you want to do? Is, you want to set the table? Well, how I was we, going to say this? before you actually open them up, let's talk. Tell us, everybody, how. How you found them? What the kind of the process was of buying them? Uh, if I mean, you want I don't want to. I kind of. I kind of. Or you want to keep that a secret? Secrets. No, 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 no. Look, no, look. Oh, you if, just tell if, as much uh, of the as much of the sauce as you want to. Yeah. No. I mean, I I touched upon this in my video. Like, you know, you go. So buye.com is where I go if I'm importing anything from Japan, and buye is like a, it's like a aggregator of all the different Japanese auction sites like you've got yahoo auctions you've got uh, mercari you've got however many else and they all just show up on buye.com and buye is kind of like a it's like a global storefront 
for anybody that wants to import anything from Japan. And they make it super easy to set up a, an account, uh, credit card information, PayPal, however you want to pay, whatever. Um, and yeah, so so you just go in there and you could you could import virtually anything. I mean, the, you can't just go in and type in PVM, um, you know, uh, 19M2 and expect to get results. Like you kind of have to do a little bit of digging. Uh, and for me, um, you know, if you just browse the different categories, you could find it and then you could search the different keywords. And I was able to find a couple um, and sellers don't care about you know, like if you were to put a PVM on on eBay, for instance, you know, your first thought is, well, how the hell am I going to get it to people? I have to figure out a way to ship it. And for folks in Japan, if they're going to be selling to like Baiyi or one of these aggregators, they could care less because they don't have to worry about the international shipping. All they have to worry about is getting it in a box and getting it to the distribution center in Tokyo. And then from that point forward, Baiyi just does the rest. They actually do... The professional shipping. So like Steve, when you said, I think you had mentioned on a previous podcast that when you got your stuff from Japan, it looked just like mine. Same, similar box, similar red tape, similar, it, it just looked, it was packed similarly uh, from what you saw in some of the posts I had on Twitter. So whoever is there at that distribution center, they're doing all the packing and they must be doing a pretty good job. Um, and when you buy online, uh, if you if you buy their their standard plan with the insurance, I mean, you get, um, you know, you get, um, uh, you know, you get full insurance. If it's damaged at all at any point during the shipment, you can make a claim, get your money back. Um, you know, the shipping is the most expensive, the most expensive part of all of this. I mean, I bought each of these PVMs for under a hundred dollars, so it was too good to be true. So I'm not going to pass it up. I bought it. Hopefully they came in one piece. We're going to find out tonight <laughs> together. Yeah, you've been uh, we're going to find while, out right? live. Well, yeah, I've been waiting a while, but how much, I mean, honestly, I didn't. How much was like the shipping cost then um, once you were able to get all that booked? So it was about $250 for each one. That's um, interesting. So, okay. Yeah, it was about $250 for each one. But again, fully insured. Mm -hmm. um, got here in less than a week. Which is insane, yeah. Um, and uh, and they did all the packing for me and everything like that. So all told, I spent maybe a little over three hundred dollars on each one of these. Which, if they work great, it's still a bargain. So um, I I'm personally pretty excited about opening them up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hope they work. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's not like you know I've been busy. I've had yeah, yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. Good time. Uh, but yeah, my my wife like. We'll bump into them. She's like, what the, f what are these two big ass boxes that are just, I'm like, uh, me and Steve are doing a thing. Well, so, uh, that's kind of interesting because it sounds to me like possibly someone, the person that I bought mine from on eBay was over there. And like you said, might be another one of these buyers that has ships it after they just get it from buy E mm. and they ship it on their own and they're like trying to be the middleman there with their eBay account through America. So they're importing it like the one that I got. Cause it was about four, three oh, yeah. or $400 and it was packed the same way. So that would make sense that if the boxes look the same, maybe they're both being packed the same place and it's just different people like you, this person tried to do basically what you're doing 
Only they're yeah, could be. they're probably over in Japan or something, and that's well, or no, well, no, no, because you're, they're in New York. That's why they have the New York yeah. eBay account. That makes that's more sense now. That's just what I was now. about to say. That's just what I was yeah. about to say because your listing said they were from New York. So it's like if I were to put a listing saying from you know from Detroit, yeah, and I was just going to spin it off and send it somewhere else, and then and what's cool about so with these, um, you could keep them at their warehouse for up to a month. So what that guy probably did was he probably bought them, for kept them at the warehouse, real cheap for under a hundred bucks, kept them at the warehouse, and then he was just waiting to see who his buyer was, and then he would tell Baye, okay, ship to this address, uh, and and just ship it there. That's probably what ended up happening with yours. And you know, yeah, he's just the middleman and he's collecting all the money. Um, I yeah. don't know. I don't uh, think he made a lot of money. That's kind of funny too that. No, I bet he was disappointed when they broke the one that right. <laughs> but no, actually, he still gave me. I, we actually worked something out where I only had to pay about half price for it. Uh, but yeah, and you that, ended up buying. Did you buy fourteen inches or nineteen inches? No, they were both fourteens. The ones that I had. 14s. Yeah. Now, yeah, um, I very rarely see nineteen inches on there. It's mostly just nines and fourteens. Yeah, people don't want to um, ship nineteen inches anymore, no, and they shouldn't. No, uh, I was trying to piece together two nineteen-inch Olympus monitors that were in. They're in a hundred pieces out in the garage right now. From they were both damaged in shipping, but I can make maybe one good one out of the two. But dude, you. You had such you had a streak, man. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. And now and now I'm on a streak of it going the other way. So right, I mean I'm the house has to th- win eventually. You know, I mean. uh-huh. I'm on, I'm waiting for th- another one to find so that I can get off this streak, but I haven't found one yet. But yeah, if uh, I mean, so we've got um, you've got you've got both of them there. Yeah, or just let one. Me, let me. You want to start pull, me, get set up? Yeah, and let me start? put one up here. I don't yeah. know how. All right, listen. I'm gonna just. You're fine. This. I, I I put no thought into how I'm actually gonna present this. Yeah, you'll just have to try to. Uh, you know, if you go back by your Saturn games back there, we can see you by your um, shelves or anything. I'll try to get your image a little bit more squared up down there. Now, if you're looking in here, what you see is uh, uh, Rogers down at the bottom re- corner. Um, I'm beside him, obviously. And then above me, I've got a Sony PVM14L2 right here in the shop. Just, it's one that's uh, been, uh, this is one of the ones that I bought that was on the good streak of shipping. Roger was talking about, oh yeah, there's that lovely box. This, this should be pretty easy to open well, hold and, on. Let and me, get let it me, out. Let, but, me see, uh, let me see how it looks on Discord. Oh, okay, this, is, this isn't too bad. Okay, yeah, this yeah. Isn't too- yeah, we All could right. see it. All right, let me get. Um, I don't have a knife down here. Hold on, give me give me a moment. Uno <laughs> momento. <laughs> so um, S S B M B Andy was asking, well, uh, you know, sometimes people wonder why you use CRTs. How do I explain to someone that you work on CRTs professionally? Are they shocked? Yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting thing that most of the time uh, when people that are outside of something like this find out what I do. They are of course shocked, but they think it's cool. They usually, um, just, uh, yeah, they think it's a really cool thing that, you know, anytime that 
somebody that doesn't do something online like this and and you know you got somebody else doing it it's it's a small business and i've been fortunate to be able to be in the right place and do things the right way and um like the way i explain it now is i finally got to the point where i kind of call myself or actually i do i call myself um a tech consultant more than anything like in because actually nowadays um, a good portion of my income comes in total at the end of the year from consulting just as much as anything like consultation and repairs is like 90 percent of my business right, let me, uh, yeah here we go so you got it me, open. well hold on let me let me switch to uh let me switch to my airpods since i'm moving around yeah do that uh input all right what's up you can hear me, right? Okay. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so I'm trying to figure out. I kind of want to give you like an aerial view. That's I nice. I mean, this thing is packed. This thing is packed really well. Uh, let me see. There we go. I'm on full screen. All right, cool. So this is packed super well. Oh, it's all foam. This yeah, it's nice. going to be one giant piece of foam over that. That's the Holy. way they pack up. Yeah, dude. This is they, yeah. they're all coming from the same place, Steve. They're you all you got to just pull that all out in one solid all piece. Right. That piece of foam, and then <laughs> PVM will be inside it. James Boone asked, "Is there any way to demagnify a PVM case or demagnetize a PVM case?" Um, now, is it the case like a travel case, or is it the actual metal case yeah you don't have to pull all that out i think you got to try to get that uh plastic out like from <laughs> dude it's in here so snug it's <laughs> um, really nice so to demagnetize it you got to try to uh use the demagnetizing wand the degausser wand or, or um I had a shell one time that was on an eight inch that the only way I could get a demagnetized was I actually had to go set it outside in my yard for a week and for some reason sitting outside and getting demagnetized by the earth's magnetic poles finally fixed it. Yeah, that's what it was oh, on mine man, was an eight inch. It was eight inch. It was the metal shell itself. It got really bad. I had to literally set the thing out inside and like clean it the the metal shell and leave it outside for a full week before it actually went down and and demagnetized a little bit james all right so it looks like what you think it Hold looks on. good oh dude this looks great uh, let me move that there we go that's a good shot there we go i mean green's intact the tube's intact yeah it was, it, dude. This this thing was packed so well. Is it? Was it one big piece? One big piece, man. One big chunk of foam. Oh my goodness! Uh, you okay. mentioned so, how? So how exactly do they do that? They just there we go. Okay, now what model is this one? A thirteen fifty? No, this is thirteen fifty one. No, this is a fourteen M one J. M one J. Oh my, really? Which exclusive to japan um it's it's basically an m2 but without component uh oh, okay it's just, it's just rgb um and it doesn't have a uh, camera indicator 
Um, I'll leave that on for the moment, but uh, let's see. Oh, motherfucker, I need a cord for this. I didn't even think of it. All right, hang on. <laughs> You're going to need a cord, and then, well. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. I got I got a hundred of these. Hang on. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't include a, a cable there for you. No. Well, you know what? Because you got to remember, I got that old 44 or 42, which has got the cord built in, which is really nice. Um, yeah. You know, um, I, I, I just wonder, does that thing say anything on the back too about the power? If it's, uh, I bet it's rated if it's an M series, it's probably rated for one to a hundred to 240 volts. Oh, it is. It's, it is, it is. Uh, well here, hold on. Let me, let me find a cord case before I get. So what were we? I don't even, you know, I'm looking in this WCW game, and I don't think that they have uh, Dusty Rhodes in it. I do know that. No, no, they don't. No, they, <laughs> I do know I, that. Uh, I know. I've played it a hundred times, but I do know they have uh, Ric Flair. And uh, uh, that That's, uh, if you're playing Revenge, I, yeah. I sunk so many fucking hours into that game. That, that is oh, man. usually my favorite wrestling game of all time. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's just in the other one? No. Maybe he's Dude, just in the first kidding? one. If I'm not going to be able to find a cord, I'm going to be really upset with myself. I think I know. I know I got one upstairs. All right, well, this we're, is... we're going to go with somebody fun here. Let's do Macho Man. Yeah, this, uh, you just need to get a power cord, man. Do you not have a Dude, bunch I'm of them? Working. No, I do. Hold <laughs> what on. About, what about the other, uh, what about that other box? You think they got one in there? All right. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Did they idea. ship you one or not? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I know where I can find one. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I know. I'm. Uh, it's all right, no, man. I'm, I'm going to start uh, while you're doing that. I'm I'm starting my campaign for the U.S. Championship belt here with boy. with the Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm seeing how it looks on the screen. So, uh, <laughs> Sudrick Flair in a restaurant. <laughs> He's out almost every night in Tampa. James, you're right. I follow him on Twitter. He's is out almost every night on Twitter. Or I mean, on uh, Tampa in Tampa, and uh, he's still running around. You know, like. As as crazy as ever. Like for I, don't, I mean he's he's got to be close in his you know late seventies eighty almost. I saw him the last time I've I've been to so many wrestling shows, but the last time I saw him was in it wasn't even for WWE. It was for uh, gosh TNA. Did you ever watch any TNA? Oh no, I didn't. Well, see where I lived. In outside Nashville was like where all that came from was um, part of that was from the people that were in uh, that area, like the Jarrett family, who originally that guy worked in Memphis with the King and all that stuff. You remember that stuff, right? With well, uh, oh yeah, of course. Did you watch any well, of that that recent? Uh, behind the territories videos. No, I didn't, but oh, I want to. They're good. I want to. Uh, you know, that's the thing is, I never really realized how important 
Jeff Jarrett was. I just, you know, I just knew of Jeff Jarrett as <laughs> some douchebag on WCW. I just didn't <laughs> he you was, know? he was, he was so dislikable. I don't like, know. Just the worst. And he, uh. you know, he called everybody you know, walking around with a fucking guitar and calling everybody <laughs> slap nuts. Like, like, like just a terrible character. Like the guy never got over, but he was like. And every single championship card. It's like, why? This oh, it was it was because his dad. His that's what I'm yeah. telling you, Roger. Like the ha- the town that I grew up in, uh, for half my life, like my parents after they split up and my mom moved to Tennessee, this area was uh the house was the biggest house in the whole city was owned by Jeff Jarrett's dad. And he was the one who worked in the Memphis territory with Jerry, like way back in the day. And they were, they, that's how he became, you know, in charge of all that stuff. And uh, so Jeff Jarrett was always going to be at wrestling because it was in his family. Well, I mean, obviously he took all of daddy's money and started TNA. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got to <laughs> tell you, I never, I never watched much of, uh, of TNA. Um, but I know, like a lot of big acts, got their start there. Like I know, well, I mean, I think AJ Styles. What he's a, I think he started in WCW. But I think he didn't he like. He was pretty he, like, much kinda, a TNA guy the whole way. I think. Yeah, like he cut his teeth there at TNA, and and uh, and uh, you know. But I, man, I haven't paid attention to wrestling in probably a good 10, 15 years. So like all the current acts, I couldn't tell you anything about them. By the way, I found a power cord. No, that's good. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I just I just ripped it off my PS3. But whatever, <laughs> that would work. Yeah, that's that's a it, good it'll one. Work. I think, right? If it's got a middle, it's got a ground. Yeah, in yeah it. it's got a ground. Okay, yeah, then fine. you're good. I'm trying to give try to give old Hulkster here the big elbow drop. Let's see if I could do it. Boom! Oh, I missed. Oh goodness! All right, man. Let's let's do this. Yeah, let's get a test there. run here. So. Oh hey. Yeah, um, I haven't watched wrestling in a very long time. We got some power going. Did you hear the uh, yeah, famous gong? Yeah, there we go. All right, let's pin what Hogan and see here? what we got here. Ooh, two count. It's a bit, l- it's a bit loud back here. Lie, but, uh, okay, yeah. Hang on. Let's, uh, let's get our power source on here, or our uh, video source. Yeah, you can always click the menu button to see if you get anything to show up on there. Oh, I just no, it says it says no sync on here. Okay, um, yeah, then you're probably did. fine. Uh, it did. It was on underscan for some reason. It's uh. Oh, to- oh. Hogan's giving me a hard time here. <laughs> what do you, what so, are you go, what are you starting off with testing here? So I think what I'm going to do. I didn't. Uh, I didn't rip out my RGB cable. Um, no, RGB I, to BNC. Oh. So, but I do have an S video cable. So I figured I'd just start off with some S video, see how it looks. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I know people watching are like, "Really, you get this thing?" And you're hey, like, that's you know, that matches actually what you're the the one that I'm playing on the. <laughs> Revenge is on an S video right now too on a PVM. There you go. <laughs> it's S video night. That's what it is. All right. <laughs> That's how the N64 was supposed to be displayed, man. That's how video. it originally was. So let me see God if I intended. can let's see if I can get rid of the moray pattern here. No, that makes it worse. This is so interesting. 
All right. So I'm waiting to see a, a visual uh, from your from your purchase yeah, yet. Too. I see no sync down there. You got it on the right input. Oh, that's right. S video is line C. Okay. Damn. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest with you. This uh, this S video cable is about the cheapest thing I found. Oh, you need to get the good one from Insurrection Industries. Now, this yeah, that's the the fun thing about S video on these monitors is you can use all the little knobs, even chroma and phase, and aperture. Yeah, I don't think it it's overly sharp, and I don't think you really lose a lot when you, you know, step down from RGB to it. I mean, it's definitely on some screens, but on a PVM especially, it's. Oh, hang on, on an M series, uh, is there a digital analog button? When you're no, using not normally. And... You got something oh, on the screen. Good. Oh, you oh, got. That's not good. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Here, wait. Does uh, it say overscan or no? No. It. So I don't. Can you? You can't really see it that way. I can see a little bit. Can you turn the? Uh, so oh my goodness. Started, yeah. Look at this. Okay. And and I have got a super loud um, squealing oh. sound coming out of here. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think we got a dud here, buddy. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I like I said, mine mine did get damage. Uh, one right, of them. So, oh. so maybe. All right, maybe here, right. Dude, just set this one to the side. Yeah. All right. And uh, while you're setting this one to the side, we'll move on here to the. <laughs> to look Why don't at, you try to fight? Why don't you try to get the? Uh, I'll try to get. I'll try to get a little further in the story mode. There you go. Yeah, I. I don't know now. There's still a possibility that uh, it's not. Uh, I don't know. I would think it would still take that signal. S video normally. All right. I don't yeah, know you know, anyone I about try, that M1J. Hold on. Let me let me try composite. I didn't even try. Composite. Yeah, maybe try composite just to see if it's. I mean, but if you push, if there's nothing plugged into it, can you pull that menu up and does it look garbled or does it look oh, clean? Yeah, it looked, it looked, it looked jank. Uh, well, then it may just be something that's, that's definitely wrong with it. All right. We got, what we got here? Stevie Ray. Oh, Stevie Ray. Let's Gosh, there that. was, the uh, when I, the, the Hollywood videos, you remember those? Of course. So Hollywood videos. The went out of t out of business, and I went in there when they were going out of business, and I bought. Uh, I wish I didn't get rid of them, but I bought every wrestling WCW pay per view VHS tape they had uh, for like fifty cents a piece, uh, and and I You're I used to go paid. just live in them. You pay you pay too much. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, you my house for a while after that store closed you could still come in and would find like the little bargain stickers on the bottom of vhs tapes they'd have a thousand previews on them because they're rentals 
Yeah. And it's still like six ninety nine for a VHS tape back in the day, a used one. You know what's wild though is is WWE pretty much put every single WCW pay per view match on YouTube for free. I mean, it's uh I mean you can Did go they? through I mean yeah, I mean I made the joke like my, oh my YouTube goodness. algorithm right now is like <laughs> nothing but <laughs> like late eighties, early nineties, late nineties wrestling pay-per-view matches and i'm totally fine with oh. that like I- yeah it's good stuff man that's uh i was obsessed with putting like the revenge and no mercy music and as background music for a lot of my yeah, videos you did you did uh it's still one of my favorites sometimes i'll bust them out man it's a good good background music for like because it you know when you're sitting there playing these wrestling matches they go for like five to 20 minutes or something if you play right, exactly and I, I always thought that was really good background music I, all right uh, box number did two you ever, yeah box number two let's uh so first one was a dud first oh, one we got that's some terrible issues. we've got some issues um i don't know quick diagnosis mr nutter what do you think you got you got a high-pitched squealing sound coming from the coming from the back um Power's on, but you definitely have some scrambled, um, you know. Yeah, to me. Scrambled graphics at the menu. Yeah, see, to me, I'd have to open it up and see probably what was, if anything was happening, looking funny inside and start seeing, I don't know, you know, start looking around the shell, even turning it upside down, see if anything looks like it was cracked or damaged from uh, something happening. Like a drop in. I mean, I mean, shit, if I was going to ship it to you, I'd just use these boxes. I mean, these are. I know, it'd probably be fine. Yeah, you could just ship it to me if they're going to. But I don't know what the. What are they going to do? Are they going to. Like, can you claim uh, damage for it? Well, no. So you got to. You have to. Sh- you have to be able to actually demonstrate that there's damage from the shipping process. If you just say it doesn't work. Oh, man. That's it's not enough because they'll say, Oh, well, it's a junk item. It was listed as junk. So, sorry, it is what it is. Oh, so maybe um, did it, did it, did it look like, I mean, it could see that kind of thing where it has that scrambled text is also signs of a diode failure on the board. Okay. So if it's, that's what I mean. If it's, if it's something where it's possibly been there, the day or the problem then you would just need to remove that uh, or repair that diode right um which is something that i could do but or it could be caps i've seen caps go bad and do that too um if it were from shipping damage like you say you know you'd have to show it probably so you'd have to open it up and show where like something is broken inside i guess if it if you could do anything Oh, you, James, do you did replace the belts on uh, your VCR and it worked? I've got a VCR here. I think I need to do that with it's Sony. That's a real intimidating piece of electronics to try to get into. Oh, God. A VCR. Inside. Yeah. A VCR. I mean, I opened up a Famicom disk system and I was like, Fuck this. No way. I couldn't imagine a VCR. <laughs> All right. You know what? All right. It's number two. Number two is looking pretty solid. Good. 
Number two, I mean, number one looked really solid too. So who knows with that? Well, it might have been that dyad problem along, along if it was. All right. Here's uh, let's see. And number is this two? the same model? Same model. Okay. Yeah, he had two of them. He had two of them. And Steve, if I if memory serves, I think I got one for sixty bucks and another one for maybe a little more than fifty. Mm. Um. So you know, part of me was like, "Look, if even one of these works, it's worth it." Um, I mean, the shipping was kind of a bitch, but at least I know, you know, what to expect as far as the shipping cost goes. Yeah. All right. So it's plugged in. Let's fire it up. Oh man. Let's go. Oh. Come on. Let's go. This All right. I heard this, it. I heard it. This one looks better than the last one. The last one looked really bloomed and bright. I've got, I've got, uh, oh, there we go. No sync. This one looks nice. good. Oh, this is, this is solid. This one. There we go. Let's hope we can get some, as I take it to Van well, Hammer. Here's, so here, I've, I've got a, uh, I tell you what, I've got a Super Nintendo here. I'll throw on some, um, uh, maybe we'll do some, uh, what should we do? What should we play? We'll play a little uh, uh, Steel Cage, I think. WWF Steel Cage for the <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. The best, the, the, uh, prior to the N64 games, the best one was the Midway game. That crazy oh, arcade game. WrestleMania, yeah. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of that one. I don't know why. Well, it, it, it was Mortal Kombat in a wrestling Yeah, game. it was. It was some goofy stuff in it. Man. Macho Man has awful specials in this game. It's like a rope-a-dope punch or a roll-up pin. And that's his special maneuvers. I just can't. We got our audio. All right, let's check this out. All right. Here's the moment we've all been waiting for. We had one hey. no-go. Hey. got no sync. Right? Or is it going? You got it's some going. sync. It wants to go. You're going to have to reset oh. your thing. Oh, come here, mm. Van Hammer. Here, try to reset, yeah, your system. I mean, the monitor looks like it's working. So that's yeah, a good thing. There you go. I think I just saw oh, a flash. Oh, no. Oh, no. We got some lines up top. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's black and white. Hang on. Now, there's a blue-only mode. Oh. oh is that on? And I wonder if it's... Uh, no, it shouldn't be. Uh, hold on. All right, the lines are gone. I just got... I'm in black and white. Hang on. Uh, oh, let's see. You're going to probably have to get RGB. <laughs> I wonder if it's color... If it's having problems processing the color, because it's got to do with yeah, maybe it's the region. Cable that I'm using. Oh, you know it could be. You're right. If it's if it if that particular one doesn't do NTSC, I don't know because I've never looked up the specifics on it. Hold on. Let me get a. Uh, I've got a BNC to RCA here. Hang on. I'll try out the composite. Okay. What was that? Our, uh, S video. That was S video. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, this this cable. This was the first one I found, and it's just a fucking garbage cable. So. 
Oh man, two kept. We got to see something. You're gonna have to go rip your whole setup apart. I mean, for a good cause, I guess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I mean, all right, here we go. Where are we on? Of course, it, if it's if it's on black, is it? No, it says hey, NTSC. There we go. Okay, then it was your crappy cable, right? It was my crappy cable. It was just my crappy cable. I wish. Is there a way I can get this? Uh, Yay! I see the oh, FX pack. Yeah, man. Hang on. Let's see. Um, All right. Let me apologize to your audience here. That's. Uh... <laughs> What's up, Belmont? Oh, Belmont's a. What's up, Belmont? I see that guy around a lot. All right, there we go. Oh, uh, what are we? What are we playing, Nutter? What are we doing? <clears throat> do, Excuse uh... me. Oh, this looks great, man. Good. This is in, this is in great shape. Uh, right. Let's do. Uh, let's do uh, Royal Rumble. Why not? Let's check that one out. Let's run through here and test some stuff out. Let's let it. Let let's let it do its magic now. And uh, since since the first one, oh LJN baby, legendary LJN. <laughs> Hold on, let me get the audio and let me test the speed. Tibiasi, Macho Man. Oh, I can't tell who that was. I missed it. Oh, we uh, got Undertaker. I saw that one. Heart. Brett the Hitman. So yeah, I was looking, man, I was looking at some stuff and I was thinking about, we were talking when we started to say that you were into 80s and 90s wrestling and I was starting to think about when I was growing up and how I would have beaten up ev my own best friend and every kid I knew in my school if I could have had a chance to be the kid that got Bret Hart to put his <laughs> his glasses on their head <laughs> as he walked around the ring. Do you remember when he used to do that? Of course, man. <laughs> of course, I knew. I knew a kid. I went to. I went to. Uh, God, I was in. Like oh yeah, there we go. And a girl I went to school with actually, she went to a house show, and Bret Hart gave her uh, his glasses. She brought him to school the next day. Oh like, my gosh! Yeah. Look at. Okay. Did you ever get? Mr. Perfect, like just as a wrestler, like did you ever understand the appeal? Like I understand he was a good heel, but he wasn't even a good heel. Like <laughs> I like he just sucked. He just just fucking white trash with a you know, Jerry Crow mullet. You know, I just yeah. I never got. I never got. The he idea. was, right, you know, he was perfect, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, what a, do you remember when he went to WCW and he was in the like redneck group, like with uh, yeah. Barry Windham, and he had the, he came out with that video that he <laughs> rap is crap, rap is crap. I think that's that's like how like the video went. You oh, got Tatanka! The, you got Tatanka here. You got uh, you got Crush. Crush. Yeah, I remember this. There he is. So. Boy. You were telling HBK. me that you got to tell me more about this. You were at the WrestleMania, or I mean the Royal Rumble. You said, "No, no, 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 dude! It just it just popped up on my algorithm." And, oh, uh, you're so watching, watching that? Yeah, dude, I'm watching all of the '92 Royal Rumble with uh, oh. Rick Flair. Rick Flair, Rick Flair comes in. <laughs> I think the first guy. In yeah, is yeah. Bulldog. And, I remember uh, it. Rick, Rick Flair comes out. He's the third guy, 
and you know they keep going on and on about the uh i can't remember who had the ringside call uh but they kept going on and on about who had the actual uh record for uh length of time in a royal rumble and uh rick flair won the thing and the dude worked man it's for like an hour that time or like over an hour uh do me a favor turn turn the uh brightness and the contrast just a touch down and let's see if that oh yeah look at there oh yeah looking good all right let's get the contrast up a bit well turn it back down a little bit all right, there we go. Yeah, right there. I know it's going to look darker. It looks a lot darker in oh, person. Oh, no, no, it looks great. Oh, it looks great, man. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so there we go. Well, Dude, so I, that, I, like, what's the, uh, then, is that, like, mission accomplished for you because you got to get one? I mean, yeah, I think I we one. can fix that other one if you want. Yeah, I got, you know, I got one. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I can... Uh, yeah, I could figure out a way to ship out the other one to you to take a look at it. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with these. I think, I think what I'll do is, uh, I guess I don't know. This will be a for my YouTube channel. This will be a, a your video a, wall. A, yeah, no. What I'll do is <laughs> I'm going to do one. I'm going to do a video where I put PVMs on trial, and I'm going to talk about the good. I'm going to talk about the bad. Talk about if they're overrated, and um, I'll bring on a special guest. Uh, to talk about it, we got some convergence issues here. I can tell already. Oh no, no, that's supposed to be yellow. Yeah, and plus yellow. you're on composite, so I'm on composite it, it, might, too. It's, yeah, it could look true. a little bit bloomed out. That's true. Um, so what I might do is, after I'm done with that video, I might do a giveaway. I might give this away to a lucky viewer. We'll see. Oh my gosh, you're crazy. Yeah, I mean, what what the fuck do I care? I mean. <laughs> I've already got one. Look, look, I've got my RetroTech certified, inspected, and serviced. Yeah, but come uh, on, man. You know, you're going to want one 14 inch. You can't have just one unless you, well, unless you're not allowed to have more than one. You're out of space. Well, well there, I am out of space. But what I was thinking about doing is maybe I give one of my boys. I could put it in their bedroom. They could play. Yeah, see, like there you go. See, I could just play with the that. knobs. Why not? Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. This is nice. So let me. Um, so this is the first time I've ever actually looked at a 600 line tube on a 14 inch, and it's it is sharp, man. It looks really nice. Yeah, that's that's a good compact uh, line count. Whoa, hey, nerdy Sean with a big, huge super chat, 50 bucks, man. Thank you very much. Whoa, how about that? <laughs> he what, said what he, he enjoyed my. My increased he enjoyed my increased acting range in the recent problem oh, with retro video. Thanks for sharing the repair knowledge. Here's to shipping and handling. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, if you liked that one, wait till you wait till you just see the next ones. I've been I spent all day for a two minute a two minute clip. <laughs> Roger. I have there to ask go. you. Did you yes, so you did what do you did you really watch that clip I sent you? No, of, I did. I okay. watched them all. Okay. No, I'm not I'm not fucking around with you. Okay. No, I like uh I no, like no, the, no. Uh, so did you get Illuminati. did you get the uh did you get when the beginning of that when I did the Roseanne? Where like it's the sitcom opening from the nineties where it's like I started with a, oh, yeah. the house <laughs> and then like the jazz. Like, the jazz. Like, 
I was like, whose house is that? <laughs> you know, I literally stole that from an opening of a Roseanne episode. <laughs> that house. I was like, I'm not putting my real house in the front. I'm, <laughs> I was I'm like, like, what the fuck is he doing? So next I'm like, time I'm going to do it like the X-Files where it's like, right? Or something where it shows like a smoky old motel and, and something. There you to, go. Yeah, it says some stuff so yeah i think uh so let me let's go through all the different steves we've got we've got, <laughs> yeah. we've got little retro steve little stevie steve, little stevie retro little stevie retro we've and, got uh illuminati steve and well yeah uh, i think i'm going with big fat steve i told lewis i'm not sure yet like the he's like uh i got that other jacket and i was like it's more like the tony soprano jacket Right, the, the, right. So the jogger jacket. So I'm not right. <laughs> I'm not like I. I want to do that, but so like I have another idea which I'll talk about where little Stevie Retro just totally loses his mind, and he's like speaking to the other dogs at this point, and and he's got the like crazy man's chalkboard behind him, or you know cardboard yeah. with with pictures. Right. Of right. all and different got the pictures, red, you got the red and the tape string right, going yeah. all over the plate, and like you pictures, have, like, they're all going to Bob. Yeah, know? but like... but the pic, and, it, and it'll be like weeks <laughs> before it actually shows Bob because it's going to be. I'll be like arguing about how we got a like sketch artist who has this new lead for us and we get it in on a fax machine and like it just looks like shit on the fax rendering and i was and like if i could get it to print out like that it'd just be like look we don't even have you know so i don't know man it's it's i, I was I, i'm more interested now and going with two minute clips and then uh i figure that Maybe if I do this for like a year or two, then I'll have like a twenty-minute video that might be funny of just the intros. Well, this what you could do. No, you could you could do like a Pulp Fiction type Tarantino yeah. deal, where like where like each little vignette is like a short, and they you you publish the shorts, and they you know if you put them along chronologically, it doesn't make any sense. But then at the end, you have like a big reveal, and it's like a you know you've got like a fifteen-minute, twenty-minute. <laughs> little sketch and put it all together i don't know that's, yeah you've got you you've got a concept it works man that's nice well it's i that's think nice. that yeah you just got to be you know i'm I'm having more th fun and and i always say if you're if you're having fun and it's like authentic go with it that's what i really liked yeah. about your new concept man yeah you you said you said some really nice things and i i appreciated that the last uh it was like the live stream you and you and lewis had and uh and yeah man i, I really appreciate that like i i did i genuinely had fun making it and i just wanted to do something i just wanted to do something different i just wanted to do um i kind of I, I don't know if you ever watched john oliver but i was like what if john oliver did stuff about retro gaming what would that what would that look like and it would just be you know i would dress up i'd i'd crack jokes and have little sketches kind of weaved in here and there and um and i had a lot of fun making it um yeah it was just yeah it just it just it came together really easily and i have a structure now uh to where it's i could just make new content uh pretty easily and I just got to find the the topic and find a guest star every week. So, um, <laughs> well, so I've got I've got one going right now. It's in production. I've got a a pretty pretty famous guest star that's coming up on it. So I'm I'm really excited about that one. So hopefully hopefully the 
stars align, I'll be able to get it published this weekend. So, <laughs> oh, we'll you're see. going that quickly? Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's not that hard. Like the hardest part. Oh, come is, on now, you're you're it's, you're it's, revealing the no. curtain on all of us and our laziness now. <laughs> the hardest part is it's the editing. The, the editing is yeah. the hardest part. But um, but shooting the A roll, shooting the B roll, um, you know, getting the game footage. I shoot all the game footage right off. Right off my PVM uh, with a with a, uh, just an iPhone with the DSLR app and it it looked it turned out pretty good. Um, yeah, I got a really nice message from Voltar just saying, "Dude, that keep doing that because it's really authentic. I don't like capture cards. You know, it, it just you know because when you do it a capture card, you have to you you can't use any of the scanline filters, so it just it just looks off. Um, you know, so I I just want to. It, it didn't take all that long to put it together. It was just editing and then when you get editing plus what i do for a living plus having kids. two little kids yeah. it's just a lot so but yeah it's i'm i'm surprised yeah i was for a while especially the first couple of years of youtube man there were some stretches where i would try to get so many i think in one month i got 18 edited videos out and that was the most I ever done. And a lot of them were like shorter (laughs) videos, like three minutes or less on like a trick or tips or quick tricks, quick tips. I did these things for a while. And yeah, like you, you just, I at the end of the month, I was like, man, I'm never doing doing that again. That's a lot, man. And yeah. And now, um, yeah, I don't, and, and I don't, no, um, sometimes you definitely go through these highs and lows. So I feel like if you're definitely feeling, you know, creatively good and you got the time and you want to keep pushing, it's always cool to do that. Absolutely. Um, and now it's like trying to, um, I laugh at how many times, like how many times I talk about a CRT. And so now I'm like, well, I need to try to even make it more. <laughs> different or reinventing almost my own stuff yeah now. and you gotta uh, like but i you periodically what, do that myself but but i steve i don't care like you could put out the same thing over and over again like you could put out you know it doesn't have to be oh look at this top of the line you know uh bvm f1 that i'm you know doing something on it it that doesn't it doesn't matter to me you could you could you could work on that little red samsung like just it's just you taking apart a crt and doing just the routine maintenance and putting it all together like i'm just fascinated by it and i think it just works like you could just do the same thing over and over again and you're still gonna get viewers i mean i i like i don't know if you caught i was on lewis's podcast and i was just like man i could just doze off like just put steve's <laughs> stuff on it's so relaxing and soothing and then here's the end product. Look, he's playing Outrun on the Genesis. It looks terrific. It's fantastic. You know, it's like it's like it's like home renovation shows you watch on HGTV. It's like it's the same shit. Oh, what are you gonna do? Well, we're gonna redo our kitchen. Oh, okay. Well, what are you gonna do now? Well, we're gonna put in uh, I don't know this type of backsplash and these counters and these cabinets. I mean, you've seen it a hundred times, but you still watch it because you like seeing the big reveal at the end and you like to yeah. see the process and and somebody describing to you what they're doing. And that's your niche and it. I love it. That's how I. That's how I came onto your channel. I mean, I, I just found it well before I ever even thought about buying 
a PVM or, or, or some CRTs or having you service anything. I was just like, I don't know what this guy's doing, but I love it. Like, <laughs> it's just fun to watch. It's entertaining. I mean, well, thanks. I appreciate those kind words. Yeah. yeah I don't, um, I don't know that sometimes, uh, it's, it's, it's surreal to think about that that you can almost create i mean that's the good thing is you find a niche and that's kind of what i had hoped that you could i could do with it be able to just show off different repairs or different um yeah like insides of different monitors just a more of a documentation style with a lot of things and uh be helpful with that and to be able to pay, you know, get paid to do it, something you love to do is a great thing, even sure. even though it's um, it's tricky, but everything good really is. I think the I think the best part about it too is that, you know, let's say you are somebody who's looking to pick up a CRT or someone who's you know looking to spend some money and get a professional monitor, and you you just Google, you know, you find a. I don't know. You find an L2. Hey, I found an L2. I type in 14 L2. Boom. Here's retro text video where he services a 14 L2. So you're like, oh, okay. Now I know the ins and outs of this particular, you know, monitor that's for sale near me. Now I want it. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's cool. You could put in any type of model and here's the, one of the first things I see off Google is, is your video. Cause you're the only guy doing it, <laughs> well, you know? And yeah. I think that's great. You know? I, I have that's, to laugh that that's that's a funny thing you say that because that's what I was kind of I went out to dinner and and uh, stuff this weekend with my wife and she had a colleague with us and she was asking about what I did and that's what I was kind of explaining I was <laughs> I was just talking about that aspect of it you know that and you're telling, you're telling that I was like that well man. that but not that the fact that. Five years ago, when I started, there was nothing. Like, you go look up CRT stuff, and there wasn't nothing, but there wasn't as much nearly, you know, like anything on PVMs very much. If it was, it was a little bit. Uh, the phone dork videos were great. They still are yeah. great. But they that was... But that was uh, about it. That and Retro Rob and, like, uh, you know, Bob had a couple things about it. But nobody really dove in head first into him. Right. Yeah, and for the longest no, I, time, their people were just for, uh, no joke. Straight up, a, a, when I started, they were straight up scared of them. Like they thought just opening the shell itself was going to kill them, which is fine. Right. It'll keep you alive, but it's not necessarily the truth. I mean, I'm one of those guys too. I mean, I I, I don't. I mean, my little uh, my little wooden twelve uh, seventeen that I've got back there. I mean, I've I took it apart and cleaned it and everything like that, but I. I don't want to get more into that. That's that's about my limit, man. I know my limitations, and I've got a lot of them. Uh, so I'll let, leave that to the experts. But uh, but no, man, your videos are great, and obviously your your audience is a lot more technically savvy than mine, and I'm sure they're learning a lot of stuff off of it. I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I like the skits, though. I think you should keep that up too. I think that's going to be. Uh, I don't know. I. I I, I want to see what you're doing with the retro Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I have a lot of I I was trying to sit down and like write write ideas and storyboards, but 
The hard you gotta thing have like a spoof. You gotta have like a spoof of like all the Metal Jesus characters. You should you should do that too. <laughs> all like, their characters, all all his friends. But the problem is they're real people. Yeah, and, they and are. I'm gonna go out and like I have already been to places where I have to interact with them. Like I don't. <laughs> And and I'm like, hey man, I saw that video you did of me. That was pretty funny. Literally, the oh yeah, maybe then they'll remember me, right? So like, only interaction I ever had with Metal Jesus was I was in like a bathroom at a convention, and I just looked up and we're both like standing right in front of each other, and I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, and then that was it, and that was so I was like, okay, but I'm not gonna go like, hey. What's up? I'm the retro tech guy. You ever heard of right. me? Right. You know, I'm like, hey, how's it going? That's really all it, it was. But this, see, you, my friend, you put out a tweet that you were with teasing on Billy Mitchell. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, whatever. so no, no. But Billy Mitchell goes to the convention, this same convention I'm telling you about. So I've met him there the last two years, and he, 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 uh, there's like some of the clips from the Carl Yost videos where he's doing something in Nashville. That's the convention that I was at where he was, he's always there running around, you know, acting like everything's like legit. And it's a, it's super odd. Like, um, so the first guy. The f- this was two years ago. I went to this convention, and they were like, "Billy Mitchell's the headliner." But the funny thing is, it's like there's two different sides to this. There's people that are in arcade that just for some reason have no idea about the shady side. They only know him as a good. They believe it all, right? They don't even know there's this other side of the story that's this all conspiracy and all these lawsuits and you know what i mean like that yeah so that crowd is like there and then like i'm there and i'm like what the hell why would you put billy mitchell as the guy like headliner and then and i'm laughing because i go and like i don't charge this guy money i've been doing his show for a long time i uh i go and i put on a good show at these at this show at this thing i mean i'll have I mean, I'm, I'll have 25, 30 people show up because they get to see me screw around with a CRT. And it's, but then like they'll put, they, the first year they put Billy Mitchell in this huge room, like four times as big as mine. And I don't think, but like three people went in there yeah, at his who, time what, to go listen to him. What is he going to talk about? Right. What is, so. And what does then, then he's care trying what Billy to Mitchell walk over. Like I'm looking, I'm out in the f- floor just hanging out while his conversation, his talks going on. And next thing I know, it's like ten minutes after it's supposed to be going. I see Billy walking around the main ballroom floor, trying to like get people's attention to say, "Oh, come on, you got to come in and and watch my watch me talk." <laughs> And he's like trying to get the 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 showrunner to to basically get corral people in there. So I'm not going to go out into anything too you know online because I know the guy's crazy kind of about anything you you know people will say in a and I don't you know personally I don't have any interaction or ill you know ill anything so 
No, I, but you got to think about it too. Like he was probably paid a substantial amount of money if he was the headliner for this convention. Well, he was paid and, something, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I'm sure he was. Which I mean, I don't really care. For me, I usually get a lot of comps at the show that, like, that's what I do. So, um, and Bob, bless Bob, he, goodness, he had, it wasn't even one of the main videos. It was a Patreon Q&A video he did a few a few um, weeks ago and he kind of explained the convention process for a lot of us where we are kind of it's we're like the second or third tier acts for a lot of these shows kind of and we don't you know they don't pay us anything like i mean all these conventions are ones that we're we're paying our own money to go to organizing our own uh, costs and i'm just somebody who's fortunate enough that i can usually find a way to incorporate a, a, a way for my business to make money right whether it's servicing some stuff that are in that area or you know offering monitors to people in that area while i'm there but sure. it's not it's not that simple for a lot of people you know they don't have a high price right. item to just sell off right. to pay for the whole like convention right exactly and you know i mean you got to consider airfare hotel all that stuff it's like what am i actually i'm not gonna just sell games while i'm there like you know you're not gonna make any money doing that what, what exactly I, I don't know uh, i always i always think it's great though that that a lot of guys go out to those things and and i i'm kind of envious i'd like to go to one of these things one of these days find a weekend where i can actually do it but uh but yeah, I mean it, it's it's a lot of money, and you're definitely not covering your nut uh, by going out there. I mean, I'm sure you do. You drum up business there, but I'm sure you're probably in the minority there. Yeah, well, I I'm know. just watching. What what do you got going on? So you got Randy Savage. He keeps pinning. Yeah, it's just on what, a is replay. That Stevie Ray? No, is that the Stevie Ray match? This this is not Stevie Ray. This is uh, Van Hammer. Oh, Van, ha Van Hammer! <laughs> oh my God! And we're all that's the fucking. We're on that the is uh, jobber. That is all right. Give me, yeah, <laughs> jobber tier. Stop, yeah, stop with the jobber tier. Give I don't me, know who's uh, next. Look, oh, this is. Harold, oh my gosh! Of course, we got this creep. <laughs> the Canadian crippler, Chris Benoit. <laughs> give me your, give me your top five. Oh my goodness! Drug, drug infested wrestlers. Give me your top five. Oh, I think Benoit's probably well. Yeah, he was more of an, yeah, I think alcohol guy. I'm not sure what Ben was, you know. <laughs> so I definitely would put high on that list. I mean, I don't know about, I think that my like favorite or the top one for me would have to be Jake the Snake. Jake's up there. Oh my Jake's gosh. Have you listened to that poor man's story? Yes. About yes. like but his you know, abusive father and oh, yeah. terrible. Oh, dude. Okay, so my number one. Well, I shouldn't go number one. Let's go. Let's go in reverse order. I'll go. So number five. Number five would probably have to be Lex Luger. Man, I was just uh, thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, he's probably number five. Number four, you're probably looking at. I'd go Jake there. Jake the Snake probably at four. Three, you're probably at maybe Scott Steiner. I think I'm there with Scott Steiner. He's uh, he was coked out of his mind for a period of time. <laughs> Ooh, what about Buff Bagwell? He was like, oh, 
Yeah, there Buff's too. there too. <laughs> Guilt by association, Buff Bagwell. I think number two is going to be Razor Ramon. Yeah. Um, number one's Texas Tornado, man. I mean, Texas Tornado is legendary. That's... Uh, you know his story, right? You know his yeah, whole family well, story. That's the is that the Von Eric? Yeah, the Von Eric family. Yeah, I dude, mean, that, those guys. Holy crap! Holy, I mean, Texas Tornado got picked up for drugs. He knew he'd go back in the slammer uh, because of it. It was like his third drug possession charge. He knew he wouldn't be able to do more drugs, so he ended up killing himself. Uh, I mean, that's some fucked up addiction that. I mean, that's, that's the darkest recesses of addiction that is really, really tragic. Uh, but yeah, he's he's up there. I mean, there's guys that are like did drugs, but I just considered them guys who partied like, you know, your Andre yeah. the Giants and your, you know, your Ric Flair's and, and all that. But uh, yeah, some of the guys who keep who just can't stay sober. Oh, I'd put I'd put Davy Boy Smith in there. Oh, yeah, probably. he was bad. He he uh and which is a shame because that dude had tons of talent, uh, but oh just goodness. couldn't stay sober. Um anyway, so what do you got now? You got Chris Benoit, you got the macho man. Yeah, I don't know how many you, more I got to go before a belt. I can't you, if I stopped for a while. We were at the bash at the beach, that's a big deal. <laughs> I can't tell how far of a how far of a delay this is. So I'll this is what I'll do. I'm watching on you the YouTube. <laughs> well, no. well no, so you just the, let's see. I'm gonna see what move you got. All right, so you just did a you just is, did a whip. Did I throw him so in, you, I throw him in the corner and then uh punched there, his face right, a few so, times? Oh. All right, so you just did you just did like a suplex there. So let's see how long ago was that? Oh, that's that's a good delay. So they, okay, the, you, just, yeah. you just whipped them in the corner and now you're giving them some punches. <laughs> yeah, that's like you're 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, let's not talk like that. So right. I, I will tell you that when I went out to Houston, um, when I just can't, I just got him. When I went out to Houston, like it was on, oh, back last May, uh, one of the things I did with the main media contact that I was working with out there at the museum is he had. Or they had TNA, or not TNA, I'm sorry, AEW, which is the new wrestling organization that's out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, the Jericho Project, right? Yeah, that's, that's what uh, I was going to yeah. say. And that's where, so I went to that, and that was a pretty fun show. It was crazy. I mean, like way crazier than any other wrestling like they they used like cinemax level language you know and oh, for yeah? like in front of like kid like there's people brought their like six-year-olds and they're like oh yeah, yeah. suck my balls yeah no it's even worse than that it's like you know what you can do jericho you can eat a big old pile of my shit and it's just like <laughs> what Oh, so there was crowds. Does uh, what does AEW draw? I was actually impressed. I mean, it was Houston. It was at the place where the Houston uh, Houston University University of Houston, where they play basketball. So I want to say it's probably like six, seven thousand at the most. Oh, wow! And then it was a good, and it was probably a good sized crowd. I mean, five, six at, at least. There's, it was full. And, That's pretty good. So, well, see, they do it right at the AEW shows, at least this one I went to. So you would go there, and you could go, and they, they have, I think, an hour or two of matches that they just play on an, a YouTube show. Like, that's not on a channel. 
It's like their their lower end show, and it's once a week on YouTube. Well, what they do is you go to the main show that you bought the ticket for, and the first hour is this show, right? So you're uh-huh. getting this extra show, but then after the main show that's the live show, they tape another hour after that, or hour and a half show, that's a taped one that's on like TBS on Fridays. So it's taped, but it, it all stuff happens storyline after the live show. And what oh, wow. happens is, it's crazy because I bought like a nosebleed seat in this place last minute. And by the time it was the third show, like the last show um, where we, they were taping, I was able to go down and get front row seats, like right behind the metal, like the steel. Nice. Because people just get up and leave because they can't stay for five hours. I was about to say, this must take all day. And it's it's I mean, like it's we got out of there like 1130. And again, oh, wow. it's a weeknight. And right. so there's a lot of kids that just their parents are like, all right. I mean, there's some people like a good portion of the people just straight up left after the main show that was live was done. And so then you'd go down, you're like, all right, let's go get some good seats. And the guy that, um, like I said, he was really into it. He liked less wrestling a lot. So I, I told him, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go. I haven't seen it. You know, they have. They have Dusty Rhodes, or they had Dusty Rhodes' kid, not, they just went back to WWE, not uh, Cody, the old man right. now. Used to be Gold Dust. Right, right. And, um, so I'm, so I guess I'm trying to figure that. So they do the live show and then they tape two subsequent shows all in the same spot. Yeah, right? all at That's the same. And they say basically tape an entire week's worth of their programming in one location, and which and, is which is smart because then they don't have to they don't tear up and like set everything up and down. Right. For yeah, a whole it's week. super efficient. It's super efficient, but at the same time, it's like if you're going to catch that third end of whatever you went to, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, "Damn, there's nobody there. There's like a thousand people." Here. Well, they <laughs> really, know? they really do. Um, turn the lights down do they so you can't really see and um there's definitely some you know the the most of the stuff you see is actually um filled with people they don't like show you too much they don't like show you the back of the crowd you know like when right like at the beginning of nitro when it was hot or Right. WW yeah, a, or Monday Raw, it'd be like fireworks. Yeah, yeah, and they'd be exactly. like, we're here live in the Smoking Balls Arena, and we've got 15,000 crazy rednecks hooked up to IVs of JR's barbecue sauce on drip. And so we've got that uh, lovely picture to, to think about. Uh, I'm trying. I'm just going through some of the chat. I feel like we haven't. I haven't talked to any of the yeah. chats or anything. No, like yeah, that, we can bust through some chat stuff. I still can't believe somebody gave you fifty bucks. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Nice that job, is Nerdy awesome. Sean. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, he's still hanging out. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's some more talks about pricing on CRTs, uh, yeah. and it's it's always fun subject. I I keep posting my weekly now two weeks in a row of. CRTs that will never sell yeah. listings. And I still can't. Could you? 
I somebody was still trying to justify a $49,000 listing for the Ikigami. Like an Ikigami to, 20 inch. It's it's on eBay right now if you go look up was Ikigami. It like, is it like new old stock or something? I'm just it's listed. To it's listed as new old stock, but okay. But even I mean, that's not even, even fair then. because it's it's still an old. It's still twenty years old. It's just been in a box and never used. So <laughs> I don't know if that's I'm actually just, better for it. I'm just pulling up some of the ones that you had listed here. Yeah, you've got this this twenty this twenty FV three hundred. Thirty-five hundred dollars. I don't. What What the hell's the story behind that? That's a. You These know, were that's all. Dollar TV. It's all what happens when you put in, um, when you put in like retro CRT retro <laughs> gaming into this guy. eBay, 20, and you put most 20, expensive seven, twenty-seven FE three hundred. Well, at least it's best offer. I mean, it's eleven hundred dollars for best <laughs> offer. So. He's got some room to move, Steve. Okay. Yeah, but these guys don't even know what, you know, they just thought that, I mean, what, what are, these people are crazy. They thought they have gold, but I don't know. See, I've seen some bigger YouTubers that go into places and they will actually talk about like a 27-inch example of like the one in the chat, a 27-inch Trinitron, and they'll walk up to it and say, oh, this is the Sony, this is the Grail CRT. And it's just like a regular, you know, one of the flat yeah, screen It's CRTs. like an FS100 or something. And yeah, it's, like nothing special. Again, right. And it's like, this is the... And then the guys are like, I don't know, man. I saw on eBay where that's listed for $500. That's the problem. And that's the problem. Yeah. What's hey? You were, um, if I'm mistaken, I sent a a listing because you know I I post this shit all the time, like because I yeah I I look just because I want to see what's out there. I want to see if you could still get you know decent CRTs for nothing or next to nothing, and you still can at least in my area. You still can um, because you know grandma died and and now everybody's cleaning out her shit, but. Um, but you know, I, my goal is just I want somebody to get it. I want to go. I want it to go to, you know, good hands. I want somebody to get some use out of it. So I find this. Uh, let's see if I can I share my screen on this. Is that doable? Um, maybe, but then I, I, if it if it's something that I I'll oh share to my screen. Around. Okay, hang on. Yeah, here we go. Let me see. Uh, um, all right, go live. Maybe yeah, I'm there sharing. you go. Yeah, it's it's starting okay. to load. Okay, yeah, it's loaded. Okay, so so I found this listing. Maybe you can help me out with this. Yeah. So it's a 25-inch GE. Okay. GEs, is it GE or is it RCA that has essentially the, the CRT that you could just swap into like an MVS cabinet? This is probably that same tube. And it's, yeah, I think so. Right? And I mean, it's that GE, I guarantee you that's, R I mean, there's such a, that's probably RCA right inside yeah. of it. Yeah, right, that's the same. Right. And that one even comes with a nice piece of furniture. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a good question. And that brings me to kind of a real quick point about this. Why isn't... I was thinking about how everybody loves candy cabs, right? Right. And the sit-down. Why? And maybe there is. Why isn't there like a MDF or not even MDF, but some kind of plans 
to build a wooden version of that of your own. Almost right. the same. And then, like, if we could go and find a... You could go take that 25-inch tube, you go find a KV chassis that's for an, uh, uh, um, an old machine that somebody's thrown out. They think the tube's bad, so they throw out the chassis also. Right. And then you could use, you'd have a fresh tube to put in it, and then you just rebuild all the other stuff with wiring and fresh buttons. Right. I mean, that it's the thing, like, it's the thing with arcade one-ups, right? Like, everybody bags on arcade one-ups, and they should, because it's shitty emulation, and it's $700, and it's not worth it, right? But if you could just sell the cabinet, you know, because the concept is is good. It's it's a It's a smaller cabinet for people who don't have a lot of space, but they want some sort of arcade experience. And you could probably stuff a 19-inch CRT, 20-inch CRT into these things. You probably could. I'm looking at mine right now. You probably could. So could you get good quality MDF? You could sell like, you know, just sell the shell for like 200 bucks. You know, the control panel, you could put in all your own sandwich sticks, your own your own buttons, you know, whatever you want. You could trick it out however you want to make it look, you know, like a good arcade cabinet. If you want to have an LCD, fine. If you want to have a CRT chassis, you could hook that up too. If you want a Mr. Cade, you could put that in there. But just sell, you know, just sell the, the cabinet. Or like you said, like you could have like a bigger candy cab uh, type design. Um, I think there's a, I think there's a market for that. You know, because I don't think people want to buy, nobody wants to buy an arcade one up for $800 and just have two games. It doesn't, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, well, it's, it's, I just sit there and think about it. So many people are fighting over like these rusty, beat up shells of the, you know, Astro City and everything. Yeah. And they're paying thousands of dollars for these thousands. units to, to ship them over. And I just didn't, I mean, it surprised me that I, we don't see in like those custom arcade, uh, I'm in a lot of those Facebook groups. I don't do much on there, but I'll look at those in like sales groups. And I don't ever see anybody making, like they all just make these stand up like MAME machines with a big flat screen in it. They never, they're never right. making like a re well, there, there are some, I've seen some new, more modern, you know, sit down machines that are using a flat screen, but my, my goal would be more or less to be able to insert um, a CRT into it, really. And I right. think most of our crowd would want that, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it would, but at least like have a have it to where you have some flexibility. If you want to have, you know, your LCD because it's easy for you to find, you know, to source it from like a computer monitor or whatever, cool. If you, <laughs> but But it has like the rigidity if you want to you know, put in a CRT chassis. You could do that too. Um, I don't know. I think that'd be, uh, I'm trying to find, it's funny. Cause you just mentioned that the, these guys who make these, these massive, uh, arcades with these flat panels, uh, try to find the listing I always come across and it's just the most God awful shit. Uh, where the hell is that? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is so fucking bad. And I'm sorry if this if the guy happens to be watching. I'm sorry. Uh but this I'm sure is really... he is. He's probably one yeah, of sure the 20, 25 yeah. people here. I mean it's really fucking really fucking gaudy. I mean look I mean look at this thing. I mean look, look at this. <laughs> he's got 
And I say this as a Michigan fan. I mean, look at this. Oh, <laughs> are you going to do a screen share? Yeah, you see it? No, you're you're off screen share now. You turned oh, off, I'm screen, off screen, share? screen share. I thought yeah. I put no, I put it back on. No, well, it's not on anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> Can anybody else see it? No. Know. Share no, share your screen. Okay. Why I don't so, know. Uh go streaming channel. Yep, there we go. All right, we got a $5 super chat again here from Belmont now. Loving the discussion of the vibe, gentlemen. Well, thanks. I'm glad Belmont, someone's enjoying it. Oh, oh my goodness. I forgot I got a new match here against somebody who's good. Big, big, sexy Kevin Nash. All right. Oh, I think uh, I think he just disconnected from us. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, Hold no, on. no, no, there you are. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I was I I was sharing my screen. I swear to God, I was. That I shut it off and I hit the damn the wrong button. I know. Yeah, it was shared. But it was. We saw the um, the twenty five dollar. Oh yeah, you that one worked. I don't know why this other one didn't. Whatever. Wh who are you fighting now? You got Sting? No, this is Kevin Nash, man. I don't oh, know it's why Kevin it's Nash. not. I always the coolest thing I thought about with with this silly game was that you could walk out after you won a belt and like you'd walk out to the ring with it on. That's right. That's right. Continuity. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite non-N64 wrestling game? Mm, well, I mean, if I, are we talking an old school one? I, mean, I really like know, some yeah, I, I really like some of the arcade games, you know? Like the one, um, I'm not as good at it, but I like that. Have you ever done the Neo Geo wrestling? Yeah. Four count. Oh, three, three, three count bout. Three count four bout. Count bout. Yeah, yeah, that's a good three one. Three count bout. That one's fun. Um, what about what about like licensed WWE WCW? Goodness gracious! You know those games. I always just remember the most of them sucked. The only one I ever really liked besides uh, the only one, like I said, that was barely playable was the one by Midway. But it was the problem with it was it had it had only a few characters, and you know you'd get really tired of that game sure. super quick. Yeah. Um, well, it, it only had a few characters, but like half the characters you didn't want to play with. Like you don't want to play yeah. with Doink, right? Like Big Bam Bam Bigelow. Like you're just yeah, going to be Bam Bam Bigelow or Yokozuna. Be, I mean, I'm not Yeah. yeah. You're going to be Undertaker, Shawn Michaels or Bret the Hitman Hart and maybe Ramon or Luger, you know? Maybe Luger, yeah. Okay. Ramon was cool in that game, but but again, it's like why the thing that always sucked with the most of the majority of wrestling games was the lack of characters i felt like i used to play a crap ton of the games that came out on like playstation before this one that were right. really subpar and but but they would have like full rosters you know right it was like bad versions of this like this you can go at least and grab a a uh controller and just start playing but Dude, the the best the best was um they had uh, WCW uh, uh, Nitro on PS One, mm -hmm. and you can. And the game was so fucking bad, and you could you could just highlight the characters, and they'd play like a little, <laughs> like a like a like a five second video clip of them, of them cutting a promo, and they have. And the best was like the best was Booker T's. Oh my God, Booker Booker T and Stevie Ray, they had the best ones. Uh, 
who else had a good one? Uh, oh, Eddie I Guerrero remember like Alex, Alex Wright. Remember that guy? Alex Wright would show up <laughs> doing this shit. You know? I remember like, that. See, that was one of the games I remember too, because, <laughs> because you would, you would like, if, if you would beat the matches, you could unlock new people's right. like videos. And I right. remember sitting there like renting that game. And I was like, man, I'm looking, I'm unlocking every one of these fucking guys videos. I'm getting, I'm getting disco Inferno tonight, <laughs> baby. Let's do it. Disco Inferno. <laughs> now, was it true? Was disco Inferno really, uh, is he really, but he's really Bischoff's like brother-in-law or something or stepbrother oh, I have or something. No idea. I have no idea. I, I didn't, I didn't do the Disco Inferno rabbit hole. Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody had in here the chat, James Boone. He said Saturday Night Slam Masters. That's a good one, too. That's a, Oh, yeah. That's just right. A, just that's, a regular. That's generic. Yeah, just a generic wrestling game. That's probably the best. That and Three Count Bout was a good call, too. Fire Pro on Saturn, Shadow Mask, good call. That's a good one, too. Yeah, I haven't there played was, that um, Have you? So the, where I was going with that question, Steve, was the the PS2 had a lot of really good wrestling games. Like um, uh, SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain was probably the best. Yeah, that was the one with uh, with Brock Lesnar on the cover. And you had um, that was back when you started getting the whole WCW uh, roster started. Get, you know, you you were able to play like you could play as Goldberg, you could play as um, you know Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. All those guys were in the WWF games now, which was really cool. Um, that if you don't have that one, I'd suggest picking it up. That one's probably the best one. There was yeah. actually like story. There was like storylines and stuff too. You you know you'd finish a match and then you know you, they'd set up a feud for you with somebody and you could choose what you want to do. Okay, do I want to jump this guy after his match? Do I want to help him out? What do I want to do? You know? Yeah, I remember that one. I remember playing that one on like the maybe the a different one on the GameCube, similar or something like that. But yeah, the um my. <laughs> My favorite character when I was like playing that game, I remember would have been, uh, or that time period was RVD. Uh, oh yeah, man! I used to, I used to really be in, intrigued by the craziness of ECW. Like when it was first, when it was first coming out, and right. um, I say first coming out because the only thing that we I ever heard about it would be if you turned it to that channel on cable box that would yep. show you the previews for pay-per-views, you know? Yep. And, yep. and it yep. was like, what the heck is this insane? And it was only been like a couple of pay-per-views that they'd had. And it was just the most insane wrestling stuff. Um, and I believe we convinced my dad to just let us order one because we would do the WCW <laughs> sometimes. And right. then he was just like, what the, you know, because it was like, guys, do you know, talk about bad language? Holy crap. Compared to yeah, like, you ECW. know, WCW yeah, sure. and uh, blood and just like guys that looked like they were just, you know, razor bladed up. <laughs> they were just do like Sandman, right? Like Sandman. Sandman looked like he was on parole and like his, you know, his officer was just like, okay, I'll let you uh, on the side. You can wrestle as well. And, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. They, they just looked, they just looked like this is their last chance. Like they were <laughs> really like that. Yeah. This is our last chance. We're going to die in that ring tonight. Like literally that's the right. Wrestler. That's right. That's right. And, and I, I'm going to fucking eat 
breathe shit piss wrestling. Like this yeah. is it. This is all I know. And and the crowd was just it was like a cult. The crowd was so fucking into it. They knew like everybody was over. Like everybody knew everybody's moves. Everybody had their own chant. Like it was just a different experience. I think I would get I think ECW would show up like at 12:30 in the morning on like some cable access show like <laughs> where, where I lived at the time. Like it would just they would get taped stuff from from a week prior and and I think ECW most of it was most of it was in the East Coast. I want to say it was in like the Northeast. Yeah, it was. And, it was a lot around it, that East Coast area, yeah, Northeast. Yeah, like like Philly, New York, Boston, like all that. That was the only stuff that would carry ECW. But then I, it would like migrate its way over to me in the Midwest, and I'd watch it, and I'd be like, "Wow, man, this is fucking intense!" <laughs> like these guys, these guys have issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, know? I remember another thing that I really, really thought was cool was that you would have those guys, and they'd have real like music as their entrance songs right and for example rob van dam i'll never forget he came out to pantera yeah and like the song walk and i was uh, it just like what and it yeah. and then uh it, there's so many guys but it was just so iconic well and, sandman would come out to enter sandman it yeah was, it was exactly badass. and he would and he would show up like in the he'd be in like the 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 50th row in section 208 start chugging beers and hitting them in his head chugging beers and smashing them against his head and shit and i'm like what the fuck is this going on over here you know just hanging out with a bunch of dudes uh i don't know yeah ecw is wild they had a game too they um yeah they they had a i think when when acclaim lost the um wwf license uh they picked up ecw that game was trash too um, yeah, oh, we're losing James Boone. Thanks, James. Thanks, Have a James good night, brother. Hanging out. Yeah, thanks everybody. Yep. I don't know how much. Uh, what do you got? You got uh, you got no trial this week, huh? No, I won. I won. You uh, won. Up- Wait a second. Uh, now you are really are an attorney who's gone to trial. This you might be the first one I've met who's I've actually gone to many gone trials. To trials. <laughs> I've gone, yeah, I've gone to many trials. Uh, I've I've won uh, most of them. It's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I try cases. It's, so uh, you, but uh, but how often are these going to, on average, oh, in a year? I mean, oh, don't the majority one. of them go and get settled out? Yeah, ninety nine percent of my cases settle. I, I'd say a busy year would be three. In a year. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's mostly maybe one or two a year, um, and it's you know it's just cases where somebody wants way more money than they think their case is worth and um end up going to trial so it only takes one unreasonable party to set to uh try a case so 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 if you won that person the best person didn't get all that money they would thought they had (laughs) oh yeah they already spent that money they were thinking of all the money they were yeah they were thinking of all the pvms they were going to import from japan (laughs) yeah well, so I'm glad I got one, man. I'm glad I got. One no, that's good, and I think that that other one will be able to figure I'll, out. Something I'll ship with. it out to you. I'll ship it out to you. You can take a look. At you know, it. it's, it's not, got a high. It's not that expensive in that box because you've already got the box. Right. If you repack it in the best box that you have there, I bet you that you could ship it to me uh, through FedEx or UPS for fifty bucks to sixty. Dude, I'm not doing UPS again after what we. I wouldn't do UPS <laughs> either. I was. <laughs> You talk about stupid stuff the algorithm does. I was on the algorithms wrestling 
for a while. And then recently, I've been getting all these uh, videos about like people that, and this is, this is, it's, you really get on these YouTube trains when you've been in them multiple times. Mm-hmm. I'm, now I'm in the, the, uh, the shot callers and X, you know, cons, uh, pages on YouTube. So it's like all these guys that are making, making like food out of all the crap that they're allowed, you know, that you could get through commissary. And it'll be like them mixing pickles and Fritos hot lays and and baking them <laughs> under their mattress or something. And then and then it's like again of guys that have just been uh, locked up, and they're just like, "Is it real? What's what really happens? What's the worst thing you've ever seen?" And all this stuff, and. The only reason I brought this up is because the last guy I was watching was on some podcast, <laughs> and he uh, he was talking about how good of the or or how he shipped just tons of copious amounts of drugs through the regular <laughs> mail system, right? And that was his mm-hmm. way, and uh, he never got busted for that. Like that version, that wasn't what got him caught. Like he would. But he was saying UPS was the worst. They would steal more of his <laughs> his drugs than anybody. He said, he said that UPS would like he said UPS would do awful stuff. They would they would like go and take the box and then like uh just ship the box empty. Like he would steal the <laughs> the drugs out of it. And, and they said, well, why didn't you get, they said, well, why didn't you get busted? He said, look, you just set up stuff where it's like, you have a shipping company, right? You can't control what you're shipping. You're just shipping stuff for customers. So it's like, it's really elusive to, you know, get in there. And then you have, you're almost like anonymity, right? You don't know, you pretend like you right. don't know what you're shipping and you're shipping a bunch of stuff. And uh, you just happen to be smuggling drugs in the middle of that. And, uh, I yeah. think uh, FedEx is, uh, they actually kind of interrogate you a little bit when you're shipping stuff. They just they just want to make sure you're not shipping booze. That's all they care about. As long as it's not <laughs> booze, they could give a shit less. The best, is, yeah, that that's, if you could get, a, if you could be a rich baller and just pay you ship, then that's cool. But, yeah. but it's. Uh, no, I'll, I'll ship this. Um, I'll send it to FedEx. I mean, because it's a 14, right? So it's not, what's it weigh? Dude, like in pounds? that box, it will be fine if it's if the foam goes all the way around it. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too worried about the foam or that if you can, if you can get it in there. Or you could just ship it and then say, hey, man, you guys broke it. <laughs> right? It's me, motherfucker. You remember me? <laughs> yeah. I put it. It was a fucking wooden crate on a pallet. You still fucking broke it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, see, that's the only that's good funny. thing is now when you ship, I just tell people, and this has worked great, to not even pack it. Don't even pack it. Oh yeah, if it's just if it's like a small carrier. Yeah, that's like, not going to move like, it. If it's, no, like as long as he's got some bungee ties, you could just you know put it in the back of his van. It's going to be fine. You know. Yeah, um, I wish. Now, if I ever had to go to jail, do you think that? I wonder if they let me retake my 
like clear CRT in there or if it, if it has to be. Yeah. I wonder if, go. what if they said like, you're not allowed to bring in CRTs anymore and you have to only take the flat screens. Then you'd have to get Imagine- Mike Chi to make a clear uh, retro. T- <laughs> You'd be pretty set with retro consoles now, though. You know, yeah, you get everything in clear. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Imagine the de- but I, the it's funny when you you did that uh, that prison TV. Yeah, uh, that video. All I thought about the whole time was like, imagine the fucking desperation. Like someone at some point said, you know what? I got an idea. I'm gonna put the dope in the fucking TV. And you know, when when the when the corrections officer's not looking, my guy will be able to go in there. He'll be able to get it out. Like someone actually did that. Like that's like the the depths that people had to go into to smuggle fucking drugs into prisons. Like putting it into a television. Who would have actually thought of that? You know, and it happened. Clearly it happened because the workaround was, okay, well, we got to make a clear shell for these TVs so we could see whether or not there's any dope in these, in these Oh, TVs. it's clear. Yeah, everything. Uh, that was the thing. Clear, it, was, it was clear. Everything. everything. And My the, God, um, but you know, the American prison system is made off of making, you know, making money off of all that. It's like yeah, all course. the, so those were, these are specialty companies that literally bought the crappiest like CRTs and just manufactured clear plastic around them and made them like prison tech you know and then <laughs> they stripped it was them a down zenith, man wasn't it wasn't it yeah a it's all it is is it's a zenith yeah. you can see right through the inside it's a zenith <laughs> all right i got a question here from david carmichael real quick does you ship shipping cost one way only yeah yes it's only the wonder yep. trip and it's not you don't like book it both ways if you want to save money on you ship then you just basically get in there and do the name the price tool yep. and name it right at whatever their recommended price. I don't think anybody's doing it for probably less than that. You know? Yeah, you've got, you've got to do you've basically got to quote it at the top end of whatever that is or you're just not going to get any The way it works, David is is um you you put in your commodity what you're shipping you put in where you, the intended destination is. You put in how much it weighs and, and all of that stuff. And then you, you, could, you, you have the choice of doing one of two ways. You could either accept bids. You could just let all these drivers just bid on your load. Or you could just set the price yourself and you ship like Steve was talking about. You ship kind of gives you a range of what they think it would cost to ship your item. And no matter what they tell you, it's always too low. Because <laughs> it... it, it no one's going to want to do it. So you always have to pick kind of the higher end just to attract a driver to, to take it. Um, Unless you're my- in like a, if you're in like a super uh, accessible area that gets, yeah. and you're only shipping. If like, like I did a job where I shipped one to DC, I think, which is only two hours from here. And right. I live right next to a major interstate that's shipping. And so I had somebody, give me right on the recommended price just because they were doing this like all the time right. and they're picking up a dozen things. Right. But that's yeah, not typical. If you live, yeah. If you live like, in a, in like Steve said, a high traffic area, like if you live in, you know, any St. Louis, any city, any really. city. Yeah. Any city really. I mean, except for Detroit. Cause we're kind of like in our own little, 
pocket, you know? <laughs> but if you're in a place where a lot of interstate traffic intersects, then yeah, you're going to have an easier time. Uh, it really depends on where you live, unfortunately. But um, So do you, you're, so Michigan guy, right? Yeah. Oh, where? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh, there. <laughs> so how much do you love Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with Jim Harbaugh. It's the best way I could describe it. I get tired of the same shit every offseason. You know, is he going to go to the NFL? Of course, how much, yeah. You know, and, and well, it's just, I'm just tired of it. Every year it's the same bullshit, but he's doing a great job. Because he um, beat Ohio State? Twice, two years in a row. Uh, going to two college football playoffs, so... Yeah, this year will be a good one. This year, they 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 have actual expectations this year. Like, yeah, if, if they're not in the championship game this year, then it's a failure of the season. Like, that's for the first time in probably twenty five years, Michigan football has legitimate expectations, and it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird to uh, think about that. But yeah, since man, it would have been since like. That's Charles Woodson. I was going to say know? that since Peyton Manning was playing college yeah. football, because yeah. that's where I was, was down in Tennessee, where everybody was, everybody, but the funny thing was when, when I was growing up in Tennessee in the 90s, people back then were complaining about Peyton Manning, because he could never beat Florida in Spurrier, and the guys before him were like, Heath Schuler. And he could beat Florida and all these other guys. Well, hell, the, and I think the guy before, yeah, it was the guy who went and played baseball, who was the real smart guy for the Rockies, Helton. Todd oh, Helton. right. Todd Helton. He the played, Todd father. Yeah. And then he went and made a billion dollars <laughs> swinging balls out yeah. into Coors Field, you know, just. So in, in, in Michigan, do you go, um, where do you, like, where are you, are you, what, like, do you go on the lakes? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Usually, I mean, we're surrounded by lakes, right? We're surrounded by more fresh water than any other state in the country. So, um, so yeah. Usually in the summer times, uh, we like to go on the the shore of Lake Michigan. Uh, it's got beautiful beachfront. Uh, it's you'd swear you could squint, you'd think you're in in Florida or California, something like that. It's uh. You know, Lake Michigan's so big, it, it almost looks like an ocean when you're there. Um, but then you got, you know, Lake Erie to the south. You've got, uh, you know, uh, up north, you got uh, Lake Superior up in the UP. Really good fishing up there if you're if you're a big fisherman. Um, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm biased. I live here, but I think Michigan's <laughs> great. I mean, it, it is. It, it's, yeah. it's got, you've got a little bit of everything here. Like, if, if you want, if you, like, we have wine country. We have a mm -hmm. uh, beach property. We've got a couple big cities. Like we've got, you know, big concerts, big sporting events, big everything. It all comes here. So it's like, you kind of, you know, when you get four seasons, it's, it's, you know, it's been a, it's been a brutal winter so far, but, but in the summertime, it gets up in the high nineties sometimes. I mean, it's, you get a little bit of everything here. Um, the good and the bad. Um, but yeah, I, have you ever been up here? You've probably never been up to Michigan, right? Southern border. That's here? actually something, uh, a place. No, I've been a lot of places. I don't really think I've been to Michigan at all. Not well, really anywhere in the area. That area. I know. You're, you could you could always crash here for free, Steve. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, Mikasa Sukasa, man. 
You're already you're already treating me better than the conventions, you know. We'll just have a convention in Roger's basement, Ape at Esquire convention. You've got to fix my KV twelve. Yeah, there's there. The, is there? Oh, there's is there something wrong with that one? I don't think so. It's just it's just a fucking you know forty year old CRT. I mean, it's just you know you RF only. It's just yeah, it looks like shit. You Did you? Yeah, Bob, Bob's been like, "Oh, I want to get one of those things," you know. And I, right. he brought me one, and the darn, he, he's like, "I can't get this to work." And it was, and I got it to work, and I'm like, you know, after I got it to work, I was like, "This." So I got. He's like, "I can't get it to turn on," and I'm fooling with it, and I finally get it to just pop on by messing around with it, not even having to open it yet. But I can't, yeah. I can't get any volume to work on it. So, but I get the picture on it, and of course, I turn it on, and it's black and white. And <laughs> and I'm looking around, I make sure, and it's definitely a black and white set. You know, no color adjustment on it, nothing like that. Yeah. It's for sure black and white. Says so on the label, but it's from the mid '80s, so it's not even as old. It just looks oh, old. Wow. Kind of looks old. It's got dials what, on it. What, what it's brand Magna, was it? Magnavox. Magnavox. Okay. But anyway, I got back with Bob, and I was like, Bob, um, I got this thing <laughs> turned news. on, but it's <laughs> it's black and white. And I was like, Do you really care about it anymore? And he said, No, damn it, no. And I said, Good, because I didn't want to waste any time trying to fix the speaker on it too. <laughs> you know, before I turned toward <laughs> open, it fixed the speaker so that I just. The funny thing is, is I brought it back to him and he forgot to take it. So he just left it in my car. So <laughs> it's up he, there in the uh, junk pile. He didn't pay any money for that, did he? I don't know. I think it was something he, man, he gave me some, like, I, I re, when I went up there to see him, he gave me a bunch of just random CRTs that he had <laughs> and a couple of them. One of them looks like a damn like grizzly bear shat it out. Like it's got all this weird brown stuff on it. Like it literally, or or like the Ace Ventura scene where he pops out the fake rhinos, but you know, right. in two, that's with that's the, like what this. Just... That's what it looks like. This P, this CRT got pushed through. Uh, speaking of so that that would. Like I've got all of. I, he's just like here. You want this one? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. It's like, shit. so what's he doing? He's just stockpiling CRTs. Like, well, yeah, he had. Yeah, uh, like, you know, he has a big his huge wall that you see. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, his, his so he wall. had a bunch of these CRTs that were not so great on that wall, and um, he's been upgrading them. So. Hmm. When he gets other one, he's like, "Yeah, you take this Just one." Swaps it out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, "I don't okay. have anything to do with this one." And some of them I can't take because I don't have space and they don't work. But if they do work and they're thirteen inches, I don't even care if it looks like they did come out of a rhino's butt. I, a rhino's ass. <laughs> I'll still take them. So well, funny. Roger, I don't know how long you got. You got. No, man, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm up at me like too. five every morning. So, oh, but me too. no, I'm a. Uh, no, man, this is. This is good. I'm glad I got these opened up. Um, yeah, me too. I'm glad, uh, glad we got to have a little bit of an audience here too. Um, yeah, I'll I'll box this this bad one up, and uh, I'll probably ship it out your way. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do with these things. I don't need them. I don't want to sell them. I might get. I might give them away. 
um, as like a as like a contest. I'll see what I figure out what to do with that. But um, or maybe I'll give them to my kids. I don't know. I'll fig- I'll figure it out. You're gonna want to uh, keep them for your kids because your kids are gonna be mad at you one day when they're like looking back at back at this stuff. <laughs> they're like, Dad had one of these, and he just gave it away. He was too busy talking about the Texas tornado. That's it. Yeah. All uh, right, everybody, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Please, yeah, if you haven't already, go over and check out 8-Bit Esquire's channel on YouTube. And yes. uh, be Please. ready for the next trial. And right. uh, thanks for hanging out with me tonight, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. We'll do it again sometime. Absolutely. All right, everybody. All right, guys. Have a good evening. We'll see you next time. Be well.